broadcasting from the past to the future here on Anchor FM. This is the Slow Death in the Afternoon podcast. Hello and welcome to another episode of Slow Death in the Afternoon. I'm Jerry and with me is, as always, my good friend Dan. Hello? Oh, that would be me. I'm oh. sorry. <laughs> I thought we lost connection. No, it was no, like, no. Awkward I just, moment. I, I thought maybe there was another Dan you were talking about. <laughs> it's really me. Well, so um, I've just uh, I've been to Helsinki and back. Yes, I know. We sadly we did not get to podcast from no. uh, from across the water, but that's okay. How how was Helsinki? Helsinki was very cold. Yeah, that was <laughs> snowing. Figure. I mean, I know. Yeah, I go figure that it'd be cold in the winter. But uh, did was it snowing or was it just cold weather? It was. I think all this. There was no actual snowstorms while I was there, but there, there had been plenty. And it's like this. There's so much ice on the ground that they don't bother cleaning it up. Really? They just throw this this black um, rock on it. It's kind of like it's just like it looks like graphic graphic graphite gravel or something. It's just it's a black gravel. Wow. And they just throw it down there and it melts into this into the ice and you just walk on the ice and it's just there's just ice on the sidewalk, there's ice on everything. Oh. And uh, and the snow of course has moved off into piles and have been covered with uh, ice and then, then that's like layers of ice and everything. It's kind of like what it looked like here a month ago. Yeah. But but we clean the ice off i guess there it's just like it's a losing battle so they just they, they just throw gravel on it they throw gravel on it up. and say be careful it's icy now we had believe it or not my friend we had snow in beautiful downtown burbank i heard on, on saturday i heard that... and i actually stuck on the ground like people were making snowmen cool i know go figure that it lasted for a day that's like the, i haven't heard of snow in Southern California in forever. Does that mean the Eagles are going to get back together again? That's uh, apparently so for their second time. That was such a great concert, though. I, I, I told you I went to their reunion concert when they first opened up at, uh, where was it? Was it uh, Universal, I think? Not Universal, oh, Theater. Uh, that must have been cool. Oh, dude, it was so amazing. It was like, it was one of the most amazing shows I ever saw. Not number one just because it was the eagles getting back together for the very first time but the fu- funniest part was me and my friend eric were sitting up in the crowd right we got our binoculars and we're like looking around and and all of a sudden we see this big group of people off to the left hand side right like mm-hmm. crowding around this one guy like moving down towards you know to the front and we're looking and we're looking and we're trying to figure out and it's jack nicholson being escorted by his posse right <laughs> so so jack's like coming in and he's like walking into the row and we're looking where the empty seat is, and the guy who's sitting next to him is like looking the total other way, totally oblivious to what's going on. So I'm just watch- watching him because I know the inevitable is going to happen. Mm-hmm. Jack sits down, and this guy's like looking the other way, looking the other way, and then he turns and he looks, and he does this great tableau. He just stops, and I could see his jaw drop open. <laughs> and so he looks forward, he looks back at Jack, and he goes, he goes, oh my god! It's like he's he starts freaking out, and Jack shakes his hand and. It was very. <laughs> I think I would freak out if Jack Nicholson sat down next to me. Yeah, no kidding. Good lord, could you imagine just hanging out at a concert thinking you scored some great tickets and then Jack sits next to you? <laughs> wow. 
So anyway, yeah, so it snowed and uh, hell froze over and the Eagles are back together and life is as it should be. Yes. Until, until 2012. Anyway. <laughs> until 2012 when when uh, the killer neutrinos uh, from the sun, what was it, they microwaved the earth or something? I think so. Yeah. Now, you know what? If we were smart, my friend, you and I would put together an end of the world calendar for 2012. <laughs> that just that just went up to uh, December. What is it? Twenty first or twenty second? Twenty twenty third, I think. Twenty third. So it just goes up to the twenty third, and then there's nothing else. <laughs> I think that'd be brilliant. Every single day, we'd have something that you should do since the world is going to end. Like rack up your credit cards to uh, their oh. limit, or just oh. funny things to do. I think we'd make a million dollars. I think I think the day after we'd be in a lot of trouble. <laughs> Well, no. The world I, miraculous, miraculously doesn't end. But the Mayans said it would. <laughs> they never said anything. They just stopped. They just it's stopped. It's just like they're like, man, that's far enough. I quit. I know. Can you imagine the you poor know? guy? <laughs> Actually, my theory is the guy's sitting there, right? He's got the little hammer and chisel. He's chiseling all out. And then someone from a, an opposing tribe came by and whacked him with a, uh, you know, a uh, blowgun. <laughs> Hit him with a blow dart and he died. And they thought, ah, we'll just leave it there. It was a portent. <laughs> it was. <laughs> that's that's the date he died on. That must be when the time stops. I think so. So, but they figure, you know what? No one's going to be around to double check the calendar anyway. Yeah, really. It's like you know, how many how many people worry about what's going to happen in four hundred years? How many people worry about what's going to happen in four hours? I know. <laughs> That's what I want to know. Uh, we, we'd be actually a lot better off if everybody worried about what's going to happen in 400 years. Boy, ain't that the truth. Could you imagine? That you. would be some forward thinking. Well, in Helsinki, I um, I revisited the bar where I f- had my very first absinthe. Get out. Did you really? Yeah. Actually, it's um, I put a picture of it up on our, our website. Or did I put it on our Facebook? I can't remember. One or the other. And um, it was Perno. Wow. Good and, for you. And and every bar I went to had absinthe, and they were all Perno. So there was not a big range of – pretty much that's all it was. That's all that's right. there. Hey, so, now, when you uh, – how long ago was it that you went to that bar? It would have been um, – I would say probably April April 2008. 2008. So when you walked in, did the guy say, well, "Did you want the usual?" <laughs> I guess not. <laughs> no. Um, actually, it's kind of funny because I, I I asked him if I could take his picture, and and he was like, he didn't speak English, and so <laughs> it went downhill from there. But I got a nice, I I got a nice picture of him standing at the bar with his eyes closed because I kind of blinking. Uh, he thought you were going to steal his soul. <laughs> Don't steal my soul. Don't do it. What was that? That wasn't a Helsinki accent. I can't do a Finnish accent. That was like the, a the, move from The Simpsons. <laughs> That's <laughs> true. <laughs> Don't steal my soul. <laughs> and come away from the slushy machine. Come to my 7-Eleven. Um, I'm actually, I'm not, I have to confess something. I'm not drinking absinthe tonight because I ran out. Oh no! Um, so I remember I was telling you about Buzz beer. Yes, yes. I am, I'm drinking a Buzz beer. It's uh, and how is it? Do you like it? Oh, it's awesome! It's a uh, Lagunitas. It's a, it's um, um, one of my favorite breweries in the world in Petaluma. Uh, by, by the way, I think I mean I've been all uh, in, in a lot of different places. 
American beers, American craft beers, in my opinion, are the best in the world. I think we're beating the pants off everybody else, but that's just my opinion. I think you're right. Uh, in all honesty, um, I think the United States has some of the most amazing microbrews. Oh, yeah. Ever. I mean, I and I've, I've had my fair share of uh, some Belgian ales and, you know, some of those. And it's just, I'll, I'll tell you what, I would put my money on some of the stuff from some of the smaller uh, microbreweries any day. Yeah. Well, Lagunitas is one. Um, Lagunitas sounds like a gladiator name. <laughs> now entering Lagunitas. <laughs> Rock me, he, Lagunitas. <laughs> he will kick some serious Lagunitas. He'll kick you right in the... Never mind. Nope. So, um, yes. uh, they're, they're in Petaluma. Petaluma. And um, they, they make some outstanding beers. Uh, and I think I've told you about them before because they, they actually make... Um, they did a series uh, of special beers, one-off beers. They only make one batch, and um, and each one featured a Frank Zappa album as the as the label. Really? Yeah. They, so That's they do kind all of sorts exciting. Of, they, they, they do great stuff like that, and and every label's got some sort of rambling, funny thing on it. Yeah. And uh, uh, it's there's a lot of misspellings, and he 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 doesn't care. I've actually I've I've talked to the guy who owns it. Um, back when I was started up Groovy Brew, but anyway, um, there. What, what I liked about them, and I, I don't want to go on and on about beer on a on an absinthe podcast, but well, that's okay. It's like uh, people drink other things than that. Oh yeah, that's true. Like, you know. And and this stuff, it's it's a cappuccino stout. It's brewed with coffee. It's very strong. Has a it's, it's like eight point eight percent alcohol. It's a the bottle is huge. It's one point six ounces. One point six ounces. That's, one, that's one a very pint. small bottle. No, no, one pint. <laughs> Oh, one pint one. Okay. Plus six more ounces. Oh, I thought you said 1.6 ounces. I'm going, <laughs> that's a very small bottle cherry. <laughs> <laughs> it is very strong. No, um, the, the cool thing about Lagunitas is their, their philosophy is to put too much of everything in it. Wow. And, and their motto is, you keep drinking it, we keep making it. I like that. I yeah. like, like their style. I, I like everything about them. Uh, I'm also kind of blessed because I live very, very close to another brewery um, here in the Chicago area called Two Brothers, which is about the same. And so the, the two are very close in yeah. philosophy. And in fact, I always see Lagunitas vans parked out in front of their brewery because they have a they have a kind of a brew pub in their actual brewery. Yeah. Um, um what do they call it? Keg house? No, tap house. Tap house. There you go. Tap house. Yeah. So I, I think they've, you know, they're aligned or something. Yeah. Yeah. That's exciting. Yeah. So I, I guess I have to admit to everybody, I'm kind of a beer hound. Well, that's fine. No one's going to put you down for that. I mean, good Lord. I, I am sure. And in fact, let's take an informal poll right now. Uh, absinthe drinkers. If you're um, dancing on a pole, if you're, yeah. <laughs> how many of you also like beer? <laughs> how many? Yes. How many pole dancers out there actually like beer? Hey, no, I, but if that's you, a good question. How many listeners out there would also be interested in us doing shows about beer or is there just too many people out there doing that? I don't know. I, I personally have, I mean, I haven't looked cause I mean, I like beer, but I don't think I would sit and listen to a show about beer because here's the thing. 
diehard beer people are kind of like diehard wine people. Yeah. It kind of gets snooty and this whole, you know, uh, this is where you would insert some real cheesy classical music. And then <laughs> the guy would go, yes, the, uh, the head of the beer is a, is a, is a opulent white with the, uh, <laughs> Uh, some hoppish overtones and this, you know, that real snooty kind of thing that, that just pisses me off. It's like, yeah, it's I, a, I, if you're going to drink beer, drink, drink it, beer. enjoy it. It's like, here's what I would love. If we're going to talk about beer, I would love for you to do exactly what you did just now. I'm drinking uh, a buzz beer and it's amazing. This is who makes it. And I would drink uh, more of this and put a link to, to the distillery. I, I don't think there's a problem. I think absinthe drinkers will drink pretty much anything. <laughs> for heaven's sakes um take that as you will in <laughs> <end> rant <laughs> being that we are both absent drinkers i don't think anybody take offense at that um i mean i drink i drink vodka i like vodka um, i like i love scotch you know when i was over there they had that Zub- zubrowski is that how you pronounce it that that um that buffalo grass um oh vodka. yeah yeah and, and and I didn't get a chance to taste it, but there were some in the duty free, you know, area. It was only like fourteen euros. I'm like, man, I should buy it. But the thing is, I would have to transfer. I had to transfer planes twice, and you can't buy anything unless you're on your final leg, because otherwise they take it away. It's liquid. Oh, that's right. Yeah, they're they're they afraid that you're going to bomb the airplane with your right. What is what's the max? Like two ounces? Yeah. Well, then that bottle of beer you had earlier would be fine. The 1.6 <laughs> ounces would have been just thousand. under. I could bring that in. <laughs> yeah. Wow. So Helsinki was great, and you loved it. And yeah. the, now i got to ask, because, uh, uh, you know, uh, there are certain myths throughout this land. So are the women in Helsinki absolutely gorgeous? Like every single one of them is it like walking walking to the Victoria's <laughs> Secret supermodel catalog. Well, I can tell you that there is a majority of them that are as tall as I am. Wow! There, there's a lot of six footers, very tall. They're, they're like model model height and build. Right. Um, they wear almost the, the skin tight, warm winter sexy. You know. Skin tight, warm, winter, sexy. You know the, you know the like the leggings and everything. Oh right, kind of uh, looking like like they're at the the lodge on a ski slope. Kind yeah, of thing. or the, or kind of looking like they're the Catwoman without the mask. Really? And um, n- not all of them are blonde, but a lot of them are blonde with long straight hair, and they have very clear blue eyes. It's yeah. prevalent. They're, they're not dark piercing blue they're kind of a, a very light sky blue really the women in helsinki are gorgeous yes so they <laughs> and all I work like with the... some of them really <laughs> hi wow. i know they're gonna be listening oh well that's what right. I'm in you trouble. Know, whatever you know they please come on yeah it's uh it, you cannot help it if your animal magnetism uh, transcends uh, continents <laughs> Turn, turn that down. Yeah, I don't know. Hi. But, um, yeah, so I've always wondered. Be- There's what? My precious. <laughs> he sounded like Grover. 
know. I was trying to do. Uh, uh, You're trying to uh, uh, Gollum. But yeah, I was trying to do Gollum. Anyway. Now, see, now there's something right there. Let's have a whole remake of uh, Lord of the Rings with the cast of Sesame Street. <laughs> oh, that would be awesome. Elmo is uh, Frodo. <laughs> yeah, that would work. I think it would totally work. Grover could be Smeagol. I think this. I think there's like some uh, some big uh, big opportunities there. Um, Miss Piggy can be like the fairy queen. <laughs> yeah, I mean the elf queen. Yes, and Kermit could be Legolas or no, yeah. not Legolas. He was uh, who was uh, Aragorn. Be legless. Legless. <laughs> He's got these two sticks. He's walking around. Oh, and Beaker could be like the Eye of Sauron or something. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, yeah, yeah, that would work. That'd be funny. I don't know who'd be Gandalf. Big Bird? Oh, one, of the, one of the guys in the balcony. Oh, that'd be perfect, yes. <laughs> there you go. So, uh, you know, uh, Jim Henson Company, uh, please feel free to take this uh, uh, suggestion and make the next Muppet movie the, the Fellowship of the Muppets or something. Oh, yeah, at least do it for YouTube like they've been doing. Oh, my God, that'd be brilliant. Could you I, imagine? I, I love those those new Muppet YouTube videos. They're just awesome. They're very funny, actually. Really, I I like them a lot. I think they're they're hilarious. Hey, while we're on the subject of uh, absence, dude, there has been like this mad outbreak of American distilled absinths. Like in the last, it seems like the last couple of weeks. Um, what was the name? Some my my friend just turned me on to another. Absinthe, and you just reminded me of it, and of course I can't find the... Uh... It wasn't Lemuse, La was it? No, no, it wasn't Lemuse. It was, this one was out of uh, Philadelphia. Mm. I, think. I think it was out of Philadelphia, and... Uh, hmm. Jeff, if you're listening, I forgot, I forgot the name of the Absinthe. Uh, I'm looking for it, but if you, if you hear this, and I'll probably forget about it, but... Uh, Text me, email me, do something, and let me know which one it is. I think it was Philadelphia. I could be wrong. But uh, there, there just seems to be this uh, amazing onslaught of, uh, of uh, domestic absinths that are coming out that are pretty damn amazing. Oh, I can't wait. I, I wish they would have them here. You know, I know. I don't know what – I, I guess it's just happening so fast that they're just not uh, – the distribution is not catching up. I guess, but I guess you can mail order it from – from the New York area or something. I'll have to do some more research. I got a thing from uh, our good friends at Alandia. Oh, absence. Really? Yeah, oh. they they said something. In fact, let me let me pull up said email while we're chatting um, about some stuff that was coming out, or it may have it may already be out. Uh, this was this was a few days ago. Hey, while you're uh, while you're looking that up, I want to I shout, shout out to our new friend Dave in uh, Cleveland, who's been writing us. And oh, we we have a new friend. Well, we have uh, someone who's following us. In fact, he wrote and he said, "Hey guys, I I dig your Absinthe podcast. Don't right. let the numbers fool you. There are probably thousands of listeners that hear your show. The number of downloads and subscriptions." might give you an unreliable number, so keep up the good shows. And he goes on to talk about himself, and he's going to CSU, electrical engineering, and he's a writer. Oh, he is. Uh, he actually sent us a couple stories I was reading. They're very interesting. Yeah? So, uh, yeah. 
Thanks, Dave. And also thanks to uh, Absinthia for mentioning us. And uh, Oh, where did she mention us at? Not, hopefully not to the police. <laughs> I, You know, I, I, I've lost track of where it was. It's been a couple of weeks. Um, I think it was, I think it was on our Facebook. Oh, wow. Oh yeah. Yeah. He's, she says, I am honored to be featured as the honorary green fairy on slow death in the afternoon podcast, episode seven. Wow. That's exciting. Yeah. And, uh, uh, Lori says, uh, about our episode eight, which was uh, kind of a rebroadcast of our, our spider show. Yeah. She goes, Oh God. Now I have to listen. Afraid of Black Widows like you wouldn't believe, but I have to tease myself with them. Shudder. Well, I just try to step on them and (laughs) get rid of them. I don't really try to tease myself with them. Uh, Well, you know, people like to be scared. Otherwise, Stephen King wouldn't be um, who he is and where he's at. Yes, so. Good Lord. Oh, well, you know what? Actually, I lied. Uh, It was from our good friend Antoine. Over at Ruverti.com. Oh, okay. Who uh, is uh, letting us know about, uh, what is it, one, two, two uh, new absinths that has come to our illustrious shores. Uh, The St. Antoine 7. What are they saying about this? It looks very green. In fact, it's kind of a scary green. Let's see, 70% alcohol content. Uh Uh-oh, uh-oh, Czech Republic. I don't know. 45 bucks for for 50 silliliters. Mm. Uh, It's based on a French recipe, one of the best Czech houses. Man, I don't know, Antoine. Hey, hey, don't don't judge before you've tried it. I'm just, I'm not saying, I'm just judging. (laughs) Don't judge before you try it. It might blow your socks off in a good way. Well, um, I was I was at um, my favorite Benny's last night. I never did make it out to the South Loop one that's supposed to have the biggest selection. Yeah. And, um, geez, Pernod went up twenty bucks. Well, what's up with that? That's why I'm I'm absentless right now. What it just, went a, a bottle? It went up twenty bucks a bottle? Yeah, it's like sixty four dollars a bottle here. Get the hell out of town! Wasn't that the one that was only thirty something dollars a bottle just a year ago? Pernod? Uh, no, that was um. Was that the Swiss one? You're thinking of Kubler. Kubler, Kubler was they, like they, around thirty-five to thirty-nine bucks. Yeah, and they stopped carrying it at this one. So, well, see that sucks. Did you go in and ask for it? Maybe they'll start carrying it if you go in and keep calling and asking. Maybe and just I, all I have to do is if I if I drive into into uh, Chicago proper, I can I can get it. In fact, I can get Manson there. But I was seeing online, man, I could get your your. Oh, what was it? That one from New York you like so? so oh. Uh, King Henry or yeah yeah the, yeah that that one was only like it was under forty dollars a bottle mail was it really yeah it was like Get out of town they, they, but they were out of stock and <laughs> gee I wonder why yeah so uh, I don't know I might do that I'm I'm kind of scared of of like mail ordering a bottle of liquor <laughs> no 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 dude I I what if it arrives broken you have a box well, of broken glass <laughs> well most places have it insured. Oh, and most places are honest enough to where if you if you say it's broken, you take a quick picture of it. Like when you open the bottle of the box and it's like all thrashed and it's all wet and drippy. Mm-hmm. Most places will take it back. I've actually had experience before absinthe was legal where I was having it shipped over from France and Spain and all that stuff. And um, it, it was uh, – I, I have I've only lost 
No, I haven't lost a bottle. Like, I mean, lost in the sense of if it was broken, I never got a, uh, I never got a uh, replacement bottle. I, I think I had one bottle broken, and I took a picture of it and, and emailed it over, and they shipped it out like super fast the next day to clear it up. And yeah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be too, too worried. I mean, unless it's a place like you know, uh, Bill and Harry's uh, backyard liquor store. Where Bill, you, where Bill and put, Harry's stump. Stump. Exactly. <laughs> Put put your fifty dollars on the stump and come back in a week. Yeah, it'll be there. Trust we, me. Trust we, me. We swear. <laughs> oh, oh, I was just glancing at uh, Twitter and our uh, one of our favorite artists, Vicky Death, yeah, uh, sent yeah. out a tweet that says, "I like how there are three pairs of boobs on the front of my Etsy shop," and then she gives a link. <laughs> There's three pairs of boobs on the front of her Etsy uh, shop. She's got a she's got a pinup. Uh, um, topless mermaid, and it looks like um, um, uh, a pinup zombie girl. <laughs> really? Yeah. Her. Where, where's Vicky Death at? Uh, you go Guys. to Etsy.com slash shop slash Vicky Death, all one word, Vicky Death. Right, hold on. Let and me that's see. Vicky with an I. Oh, okay. Gotcha. So it's shop forward slash V I C K I D E A T H. Yeah. Oh, there! Wow, there are a lot of boobs. They're, they're all cartoon boobs. <laughs> I know, but God, I love her art. It is it's so really beautiful. good. It's kind of, you know what it reminds me of, and please take this the right way, Vicky Death. Uh, it reminds me a lot of when Ed Hardy was cool. Oh, okay. You know what I'm saying? It's got that Ed Hardy vibe to it, but definitely uh, you're much cooler than than Ed. I mean, you're you're not oversaturated. I do like the two headed skeleton design. That's kind of exciting. I, I love the the coffin. It's a oh, it's an actual box with bite, uh, bite me on me. it and the blood. Yeah, <laughs> the bite me box is fun. Yeah, she's got some great stuff. I mean, if uh, and, and I love the the Star Wars uh, uh, portraits. There's Admiral Akbar. Look how well she does. She's she's a great artist. Look at that. Yeah. And then good. and then she down below. If you look down below, there's. Uh, there's these keyhole paintings where it's like you're peeking through a keyhole and looking at up girls' skirts. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's interesting. That is. I like that. <laughs> I like the, the praise the dead zombie hands. <laughs> the <That's>, shrunken head. <laughs> that's a little bit disturbing, but I like it. I'm okay with disturbing. You know me. I'm of that. Speaking of disturbing, yeah, my friend, I'm going to send you this link. Oh, dear. Because I, I'm telling you, oh yeah, be afraid, be very afraid. Oh no, you're sending me spiders again. No, no, no. Oh, no. okay. It might, it might be worse. Um, it's uh, uh, <laughs> I don't even know what to call it. I guess you would call it fantasy taxidermy. Oh, oh, okay. I ju- I emailed this guy. I want to buy this this one that I just sent you. It's at the very top. The uh, oh, that's. Weird, isn't that the weirdest freaking thing oh, you've ever seen? Oh, that's weird. Now, uh, uh, loyal listeners, for those of you who cannot see this picture, it's basically a. It looks like a taxidermied human head, but it's on. Imagine Finding Nemo meets uh, scary vampire uh, fish. I'm I'm saving this. <laughs> yeah, that's that's brilliant. I mean, that's, you might, you uh, that's going that on the website. <laughs> yeah, because I'm I want that I want that fish. I already emailed uh, the artist Juan 
Cabana and said, dude, I need that fish for my office. That is... Isn't that just like the creepiest thing? That it's like is the it's, creepiest it's I've ever seen. It's horrible, but you can't look away from it. I know, but it's... Now, did you see the other stuff that's down? I mean, scroll down. I yeah, love... I like the monkey. The monkey. I need to commission them to fish do a monkey. Goat. I want to commission a monkey like that with a fez and an absinthe glass. <laughs> there you the go. Spoon. I want to commission that. So, uh, Serena Brewer, uh, I would like to commission Ooh. a special... Uh, monkey mother, mon- mon- mother's little monkey helper with an absinthe glass and spoon. Can you do that? Did you see the snake pistol? Yes. <laughs> oh my god. Yes, that's creepy. And the goat. What is it? Goat horse? Oh no. Okay. I'm it's gonna... like a Capricorn looking thing. Yeah, that's bizarre. Now I went to some of these other sites. Now the one that's really creepy is the chandelier made out of taxidermy dead birds. Yeah. That's kind of creepy. Now the, the it's an upside down chandelier. The, the horseshoes are hilarious. Yeah, those are like amazing. I and of course, horseshoes. <laughs> and of course, the cat hearse. Yep. At yep. the bottom. Oh my gosh! And the bird flying through the window and the. Did you notice that's perfect Barbie size? Yes. There you go. Your, your, goth, your goth Barbie can ride behind the cat in the carriage, and then Ken can be laying in the box. <laughs> <laughs> yes, folks, I think in terms of Barbie and Ken, because my girlfriend has a six-year-old. Now, if you go down, ooh, ooh, I didn't, I didn't go down this far. This is like way creepy. <laughs> the bird through the window. <laughs> no, keep going. Keep not the muskrat. Below the muskrat, the parrotfish cocktail. What the? Oh, my it's like God. it's like right under uh, zombie guinea pig. Yeah, that's creepy too. Oh, isn't that disgusting? That's just gross. This this site will be uh, on our our site, so you can check it out. And oh, oh, weird. Look at the one below it. It looks well. It looks like it's masturbating. What are you doing? <laughs> You know what? This has got to be kind of boring to our listeners. <laughs> yeah, they're they're probably they're uh, just go to the link, people. Just go to the link. You'll see it up there. You probably won't even listen to the show. You'll probably see the link and just spend all your time there. Dear future listeners, I'm going to break right here so we can do two things. One, give you um, the address so you could go look at these things yourself. Uh, you could go directly to her website, the taxidermist's website at Serena. Dash brewer.com. That's S A R I N A dash B R E W E R.com. Serena Brewer. Or you could just go to our Facebook page and, and look to see where we have it posted, uh, along with just about everything else we talk about on the episodes at facebook.com slash slow dot death dot podcast. Remember to like and subscribe. Also, we're going to break for a possible word from our sponsor. If there is one, otherwise we'll be jumping right back into it. Hey, Jerry here. As some of you may have guessed, part of my day job involves setting up and maintaining websites. Recently, I had a project where I needed to convert an older website to WordPress. And part of the challenge was choosing the perfect website hosting service. I did a lot of research and I finally chose DreamHost. Not only is DreamHost widely recognized, but they're the number one recommended hosting service by WordPress themselves. And they have their own web hosting service. 
but they still wholeheartedly endorse DreamHost. Well, since then, I discovered I like DreamHost so much that I moved all my personal websites to DreamHost, including the blog for this podcast. And it is my great pleasure to have DreamHost be an affiliate sponsor to the show. And we can offer you, our listeners, $50 off if you sign up using our link. Now, we chose them. They didn't choose us. We wanted them specifically as a sponsor. So if you're wanting to set up a website or a blog, and especially if you want to use WordPress, the easiest and most trusted content management system out there, just go to absinthepodcast.com slash dreamhost and sign up. Once again, if you use our link, you'll end up with $50 off and you'll be helping our show. Remember that link, absinthepodcast.com slash dreamhost and get your website up and running today. Hey, future people, welcome back to us here in the past. Hope you're enjoying yourself because we're about to dive back into it. Now, here's my question. This I was uh, telling my stepdaughter about this last night. And <laughs> How did she react? She just gave me the, you know, she's she's known me for like three and a half years, right? Yeah. So she just gives me this kind of blank look, like blink, blink, you know, like here goes Dan uh, off on one of his bizarre tangents again. But I was telling her about like the fish head thing, and she goes, that's really bizarre. And she goes, I have a question. What is the tipping point where someone says, I want to be a taxidermist as a career? <laughs> you know what I mean? And it's like, I, I couldn't answer her. I'm going, well, you know, I I really don't know. I, I mean, I guess I could see where people would be undertakers because in life you, you need people to, to prep the dead. But as far as prepping dead animals, I'm not, uh, not so sure why you would uh, choose that profession. You know, I, I don't like those undertakers. No, no. That's all they want is my body. <laughs> that was one of your jokes. That was one of my, and I didn't, even, I didn't even catch it. I can't believe it. You snuck up on me with one of my own jokes. Oh, my God. <laughs> the moment you said undertaker, I remembered your joke. I, I'm sitting there going, what's, he doesn't like undertakers. <laughs> so I'm like looking for a, a, a sane answer. <laughs> Surprise. <laughs> yeah, surprise. Go You're rubbing off on me, Dan. Oh, my God. Well, I apologize. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll clean up later. Yeah. <laughs> oh, dude. Backing away. I'm not a porpoise. <laughs> Reference from two shows ago, dear yeah. listener. Um, so, so, yeah. So, um, I don't even know. We were talking taxidermy, but we don't need to. So, well, check out the link. Enjoy. It's it's uh, Freaky Animals. Uh, yeah, and and while I'm on the internet, I just close that page and up popped Mediafly, where I do have to thank our listeners who are listening through Mediafly for giving us five stars. I wish I can tell who did it. Wow, we got a five-star rating? Yeah, we did. That wasn't even me. That wasn't me either. Wow. So so I, didn't know you, I didn't know you could, well, I guess I didn't know you can rate people, but cool. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you very much. Uh, we and and also I didn't uh, I didn't really acknowledge the people that wrote in. Thank you for writing in. Yeah, um, I, I appreciate the uh, the feedback and uh, just the fact that you're willing to uh, take time from your busy uh, listening schedule to actually put finger to keyboard. Well, you know, I, I listen to a lot of my the the podcasts that I listen to while I'm driving. There's absolutely no way for me to have. Hearing. 
you know, because and then it's done, and then you're go, you're home or you're at work, and the moment's lost, and you don't remember to go back and leave a comment. So, so anybody who actually does write or something that actually takes a lot of effort. And so, thank you for for those who made that effort. Towards I, in my hand right now, I still have that beautiful iridescent green, tiny little iPod shuffle. Yes, really that's right. want to give away before it becomes obsolete and a new one comes out. <laughs> I know. That's tomorrow for those of you who are listening. It'll be today that uh, they're having some big Apple announcement, and who knows? Maybe they're going to be getting rid of the iPod shuffle. No, the new iPad's supposed to be out. Oh, is it? Yeah. Oh. I already yeah. came out with some MacBooks, which are pretty sweet. Yeah. So, oh, I'm sorry, I was about to go on an Apple tangent. Oh, no, I was just saying, people, go go vote. We want to give this thing away. I don't want to have to put it up on eBay. <laughs> it takes too much time. I got no time. At some point, you know, I'm going to have to give it away to someone for some reason. Um, no. right, right now, as in case uh, you just tuned in. Tuned in? Wait. Tuned in? <laughs> got that radio dial on the front of your what? computer. What? Once again, if you just tuned in, get a new MP3 player because you missed about a good forty minutes of show. Yeah, if you just tuned, if you if you just started listening, we're we're giving this away, and the, the trigger is supposed to be when we get twenty five um, reviews on iTunes. Uh, so yes. far, well, apparently we've had some reviews, but they don't show up until there's a certain number of them. It just says there's not been enough reviews to show an average yet. Well, that kind of sucks. I mean, and, like, what, and also, what the criteria is? No? I, I don't know. But I do have to say, if if you don't actually write a review, if you just give it stars, we, we won't know who you are. Yeah, so we actually, need to know. Have, we, have to, we have to have a name so we can, like, pick it from a hat and say, okay, it was you, and then you can contact us. And, right. We can't just say uh, you who left five stars on March 12th. Yeah. <laughs> <But> <laughs> it just doesn't work that way, people. Come on. <laughs> We're only human. Um, it, it, I, I was looking at our ratings. It looks like it, the funny thing is, well, maybe not so funny. Uh, episode eight didn't do too well, but it was probably one either because there was a black widow spider on the cover <laughs> or, right. or uh, I did out and out mention that there's no absence mentioned in that podcast. <laughs> oh, well, um, you know, with, this is an absence centric podcast. We don't really want to talk about absence every time, but yes, but it should, we do want to talk about things that are interesting to people who well, here's, also like absence, but here's anyway. the thing. This is, and you hit the nail on the head, Jerry. I mean, this is just like life. You have to talk about other things other than absence. I mean, if this was a, uh, a football podcast, well, no, they probably just talk about football all the time. Um, if this was like a, um, well, I guess no, they, they probably all talk would. about, yeah, they all talk about that all the <laughs> maybe, time. Maybe we should talk about absinthe all the time. So. Well, you know, I do love it. <laughs> I love it too. Hey, Thanks I for love, listening, folks. I love that absinthe. How about you, Dan? Loving that absinthe, Jerry. Hey, you out there, do you love absinthe? Write in and tell us how much you love absinthe. I love absinthe. You love absinthe. We all love absinthe. There's no ice cream involved. <laughs> No, I was, I was going somewhere with it. I, I just, know. I was, I was turning I, I scream, you scream. I ab, you ab, we all I pod, ab. you pod, we all pod. For ab, ab pod. Ab pod. Ab pod? Dot com. <laughs> <laughs> so no one liked the Black Widow one. I'm surprised because I... No, 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 no. I didn't say no one liked it. It just wasn't as popular. Like, do you, like, 
download wise popular? Yeah, yeah, like really? half as much as usual. Really? Yeah. Wow. Well, that's that's okay. really bizarre. Well, it's I, I said that there wasn't much absinthe on there, and also people may just not like spiders. Well, but but it, you know, I encourage people who had it and didn't listen to it to go listen to it because it was actually. And and I'm not saying that we were funny. It was it was just funny. It just turned out funny. It was just a yeah. I mean, I'm and especially as toward the end as we were trying to end it, and then we just got sillier and sillier. And I think we were probably drinking absinthe at the time. We probably were. There's the absinthe. Uh, yeah, we weren't bit talking for you. about it. But well, now here's the thing. This is this. Uh, I think that that maybe I'm a narcissist. I don't know. Uh, I like our podcast. I go back and listen to them all the time. <laughs> I really don't listen to any other podcast, to be honest with you. And so maybe that's, that might be wrong of me or maybe, maybe well, I'm kind good. of freakish. No, I take that back. I take that back. I listen to uh, the deal news podcast. Yeah. Which you're on, <laughs> which I'm on. Right? <laughs> <laughs> to say that? I can say that. Sure. Oh, okay. So they don't, they don't care if you, okay. I don't think so. They haven't, they haven't said anything yet. They haven't, uh, well, it's not like we're, Telling, you know, people to overthrow the government or anything. No, it's like, uh, go buy something for him. Yeah, go buy something. Support the economy. Dealnews.com. Thank you. Uh, but yeah, I listen to, I listen to both my podcasts because I, I don't know whether it's, I don't have time or it's just, man, this is going to sound very arrogant. I don't know who's funnier than us. <laughs> I'll tell you, I'll tell there is someone out there funnier than us. Is there? Oh, way, 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 really? way, way. The nerd. What do you mean, Wayne? Come on, give us a Nerdist. little. Nerdist. Oh God, you got to listen to the Nerdist podcast. Really? The Nerdist pod. It's. I, I mentioned this before. I would buy a TV. If it was a TV show, I'd buy a TV to watch this show. Really? And it's a free podcast. You can download it, and it's like, it's, it's the funniest damn thing out there. All right, I'll I'll listen to it. The, but don't oh, don't then go the there. The last one I mentioned, they they were talking about Mike McShane, your friend. No, were they really? Yeah. Because this guy worked with it. They had a guest on who used to star with Mike McShane in uh, Whose Line Is It Anyway? Oh, who the, the was Bernie's it? version. Do you oh, remember the guy's name? I can look it up. Wow. Okay. Well, uh, dear uh, listeners, for those of you who do not know who Mike McShane is, uh, quite possibly, at least in my, uh, my opinion, one of the finest underrated actors around. I do not understand why he has not gotten uh, more kudos. He is one of the most hilariously ingenious people that I personally have ever had the pleasure of knowing. Um, and he's just hes just brilliant. The guy's funny. He was on the British version of Whose Line Is It Anyway? Uh, you've seen him. I will bet you money that you've seen him. If you've seen uh, Kevin Costner's Robin Hood, he played Friar Tuck. Yeah, he uh, loved you kicking s- him in the face. Oh, that was brilliant. Now, if you've seen Office Space, he's the hypnotherapist at the beginning that dies of a heart attack. Uh, in Richie Rich, he plays uh, Richie Rich's uh, scientist. Uh, he was in uh, uh, Drop Dead Gorgeous, I think the movie was, about the hometown uh, beauty contest. He's been in a bunch of movies, and he's done voiceover, uh, A Bug's Life. He, he did the voices for Nip and Tuck, the uh, pill bugs. Um, he's done a bunch of like, uh, Batman and spawn voiceovers. So it's like, I don't understand. I don't know why the guy has not gotten, uh, more play. Uh, well, I'll tell you what, all the, he, the, the people in the industry know him. Um, I'm not sure if it was Zach Galifianakis or if it was another, let's see, maybe it was before that. 
Nick Kroll? Yes. Yes, Nick, it was yes. Nick Kroll was on. Okay. He's very funny, too. Well, they've had Sarah Smith. Sarah Smith. Sarah Silverman. Kevin Smith. Now, how do they get these people on there? Well, how? because he's well, he's a he's the guy who does. Oh, that's suit. right. He's, that's he's right. in so he's, business. He's he's in the biz. Uh, they he just had Will Wheaton on. I haven't heard that one yet. I've got I've got like it's it's so cool because what I do is I don't listen to them as they come out. I wait, and so I've got like eight of them. And so if I go on a trip, like I'm driving a long ways, I can listen to two or three at the same time. Oh wow! And it just. You know, it's in the trip goes really fast really? because I'm, you know, laughing the whole way and I'm not paying attention to the fact that my butt hurts and I'm driving for four hours. Right. You know, right. And, and also when I exercise and I like go for walks and stuff like this, I listen to podcasts. Right. And, and of course, I'm probably pe- preaching to the choir because everybody out there listening to us listens to podcasts, obviously, or they wouldn't be hearing me. Yeah. So maybe so I, I should uh, into you, Dan. Maybe, maybe I should listen. Maybe I need to listen. I don't know. <laughs> Sorry. I guess I guess I'm 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 one of the fringe people. I guess I might need some other uh, exterior stimulation other than my own uh, humor. <laughs> someone someone said the funniest joke. They said, uh, you know, there's that service out there where you just type in the uh, zip code and all the sex offenders come up. It's uh, Match.com, <laughs> <laughs> which I will attest to is partially true because my poor uh, my my poor wife, my current wife. Uh, when she was single <laughs> and dating, uh, she seriously, she ended up dating a couple sex offenders. Oh dear. She didn't know. She, I mean, you know, you're on, on, uh, match.com. And so she finally decided to go and get like, uh, what do they call it? Uh, background like check background checker things and oh my gosh well no, no wait a minute if i were match.com and you know the sex offender ri- lists are like public out there that anybody can search them i would make an algorithm that when someone signed in it would go out and search them on the on the the list if you're on the list it would kick them out uh but yeah. they wouldn't do that because these people are paying yeah, they're paying money <laughs> yeah so they're paying they're okay yes oh dear so did you do much online dating? Did you, you have know, a chance to? I did. I did do a little online dating. And let me just say this about that. I am so glad I am not a single man. Because what a freaking nightmare. Number one, it's 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 a girl's it's a girl's town out there uh-huh. for online dating. Obviously I, I don't know if the girls are outnumbering the guys or if the guys are outnumbering the girls, but it seems like Mike, well, uh, maybe, uh, maybe because I look like Jojo, the dog face boy, <laughs> that, uh, <laughs> it could be the reason I wasn't getting any dates, but, um, yeah, I mean, honestly, I sent out probably in the four, four or five months that I tried online dating. Like I probably sent out over 150 emails and got two emails back. You're kidding. No, no. Um, one, I started up this conversation with this one girl, and it fizzled out after two emails. And but wait a yeah. minute, you're like so popular. How did you? You know, it's just it just occurred to me. Why did you even need online dating? I I just wanted to try. I wanted to expand my horizon. Oh, okay. Because you know, every it's it's funny. Okay, I'm going to tell this. This is a story I'm going to tell for the the listeners. Every time do, do I, I see I know Dan, the story. Yes. Like the story? Well, I think I think. Okay. So so I I hadn't seen Dan for quite a while, right? And so. 
So uh, I'm, I'm, I'm at Disneyland with my old family. Well, they're still my family, but it's an ex-wife. Um, and, um, and Dan comes and meets me in Disneyland, right? Yeah. And so we're in Disneyland, and it was the first time I'd seen him in quite a while. And so we're, like, hanging out and going around, and, and like, we do the Pirates of Caribbean and everything. And Dan keeps on running into people who know him at Disneyland. Yeah. Every, every, every like, five minutes, someone's like, Dan, hey! And I'm like, wow, this guy knows every. He's like Tom from, from MySpace. He knows everybody. <laughs> So you have the, you must have had this huge dating pool that like all these women were like, oh, he's divorced, oh, get him. Yeah, but most of them their parole wasn't up yet. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> so that could have been part of the problem. Um, you know, I, apologies out there to Dan's friends. He didn't mean that. No, yeah. I meant everyone. <laughs> no, none of my friends listen to this podcast. Well, maybe a couple. It's kind of sad. I know that it really is sad. So, <laughs> so see, point proven, not as popular as you thought. Uh, but, um, but actually, you know, that's funny that you mentioned that. I uh, there, while I did have this uh, large uh, pool of friends, the they were all married. Them, well, a lot of them were married, and a lot of them were friends with my ex. Mm. So that's you know, always there, bad news. There, there's that unspoken rule. Yeah, girls that don't you date, don't. Yeah, I, I guess I don't know what what the rule is, but apparently there is a rule in effect. But yeah, that's, that's I, the rule. I mean, I just had this conversation with one of my coworkers, and she would not date a guy who was the ex of a friend. She wouldn't do it. It was it was the woman's law. Really? Yeah. That sounded like the she sounded like the island of Doctor Moreau there. <laughs> it is the law. It's the law. I will bring out the boomstick. Not oh, the that boomstick. Was, that was that was Army of Darkness. I got uh-huh. my, my uh, stuff mixed up. But yeah, you know, online dating. Bah. Even even if if something tragic should happen, and God, you know, willing, nothing will. But I do not plan on online dating ever again. Uh-huh. I'll be single and die a lonely man in my. I, I promised my uh, my my current love that if if anything ever happened to her, I would simply just go into a monastery and become a monk. Wow. Well, you know when you when you had when you have the real deal, right? You can't settle for something that's not the real deal. But how do you know if there's not another real deal? I don't know. We'll see. But it's not like I'm going to go. <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Wait, wait a minute. No, not that we're not that we're uh, hoping that no. anything happens. No. I'm just saying. Well, the thing. I mean, I you know, I actually did some online dating and and I had um I uh, I had a good time. Now, how uh, did that work for you? See, I may you know I don't know if this is like one of them divine providence things where. You know, uh, if if you have a spiritual belief or whatever, dear listener. Of course I, I don't know. Oh, oh, you're talking to everybody. I'm, I'm talking to everyone in the general sense. Because yes. some people may or may not believe in God, but that's fine. Uh, I I think probably God was protecting me. That uh, I would not get involved with some uh, two-bit floozy. And saving me for the uh, lovely wife that uh, I now currently am betrothed to. Well, um... There's a lot to be said for two-bit floozies. So. There are. Well, <laughs> much more than two bits. <laughs> Plus a shave and a haircut. Uh, to all the two-bit floozies listening. 
two blit. <laughs> more beer. Hold on. <laughs> to, to all of the two bit floozies who may be listening to our podcast, we we apologize for putting you in that category. We know you're worth much more than no yeah. three. Bits. <laughs> Maybe. No, actually, what what happened with me? It was timing. I happened to go into the dating pool at the exact right time that all the girls in the age group that were willing to date me at the time were sick to death. They, they'd gotten over, you know how, when you're younger, when, when you're younger, the girls are looking for the bad boys. Oh, that's right. You know? And then at some point, right around the 40 mark, they're sick of them and they want a really nice guy. Right. And all the nice guys are already married. Right. I happen to be unmarried right at exactly the right time. And it worked out for me. And you know, that's, I, that's, I still have a lot of really good friends out there who, who I met through these dating sites. So we obviously didn't get married or anything, but they're still good friends and I still really like them. Right. Uh, uh, a couple in particular in Dallas, um, who probably don't ever listen to this, but, um, you know, there's, there's some, there's some really nice ladies out there and, um, and man, I just, uh, I consider myself, uh, extremely lucky to have had some, um, some, uh, uh, lifetime experiences, you know, that were quite pleasant. <laughs> where am I going with this? <laughs> I don't know. You're kind of stammering over your words. I'm, I'm just going, where's he going? Where's he going? I'm on the train heading toward the cliff. There's no the cliff. bridge. Well, let me let me put the brakes on for just a second. So, do you think that your success in online dating was based on locale? Because here I am, stuck in the it heart. Could be. It could be. I was in Dallas at the time, or the Dallas right. Area. And that's my point because I was stuck in the heart of Southern California, which is one of the most, you know. Uh, well, it's youth centric for one. That is very true. You got all the Baywatch girls wanting to get their, you know, big Hollywood break out there. But you know what, though? But here's and, the thing. And I if wasn't... you're not a movie producer, they're not interested. Is that, is, am I being too harsh? No, 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 absolutely not. But the the girls that I was looking for online, well, no, I guess I was kind of looking. I was, uh, I mean, I'm what, I was 47. Don't tell me you're, you're looking for 24 years olds. You're, you're no, no, no. I, I gave myself a, I gave myself a, and at the <laughs> advice of some other friends that I would at least date uh, 19 year olds. <laughs> That'd be actually 19. Yeah, that's a good line. It's the average age. Oh, um, no, I, I, I well, had said nothing I, less than like 32. Oh, okay. And I thought that was still kind of pushing it. Me being 47, 32, that's, that's still about 10. I, I, I did notice the girls didn't really want to date someone who were, what was more than six years older than them. Really? Yeah. And, and as you near that 50 point. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But, but, but a lot of the girls I dated were actually older than me. And, and uh, they were, how can I put this? I'll just say it. We can. They're the ones that really had everything kind of together. You know what right. I mean? They, but there's something they to be said for maturity. The baggage, you know? Yes. Well, well, and if they do have baggage, hopefully it's it's a carry on. <laughs> yeah, they had carry on. Yes, they had, they had carry on. <laughs> oh God, Roadkill Cafe. <laughs> <laughs> did, have you ever been there? That's on yes. Highway 66. Yes. Interesting place. 
And there's also, speaking of roadkill, there's uh, uh, one of those taxidermy guys also does stuff with uh, roadkill as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But we can go there. So anyway, long story short, Southern <laughs> Southern California, a bad place to be online dating. I think you'd probably be better off uh, going to church or a bar. A bar? Really? A bar, yeah. I mean, there's there's a ton of bars here, a lot of nightclubs. Dude, I went to this one uh, when when Ann and I were dating uh, with a friend of ours. And it's this place on, what was it called, Pepe's or Rodrigo's or something. It's a Mexican restaurant on, on uh, Pacific Coast Highway, tucked in between Laguna and Corona Del Mar. Like off this road that it, it's almost like way out in the middle of nowhere. Mm-hmm. And it was freaking packed to the gills with cougars. <laughs> I am not kidding you. It, Are you cougarable though? <laughs> it was well, I guess if they're eighty, <laughs> then, then they'd be considered a cougar. There they were on the floor in their rascals. <laughs> but so you've uh, got a bunch of forty-seven-year-old cougars out there, and you're you're the same age. You're you're out of their, you know. I'm not, I'm not considered a cub. Anyway. <laughs> you're not. Uh, you're not what they're looking for. <laughs> but there were like tons of them, dude. I mean, it was like, had had I been uh, 22, <laughs> you would have had a great old time. It would have been like shooting uh, cougars in a barrel. I'm not even kidding you. It was like they were just packed wall to wall in there, and you could just walk up, you know, to one, show them a shiny quarter, and they're yours. I guess. <laughs> it's just. It was amazing. It was amazing. It's it's such a weird thing. I'm so glad. Once again, so glad that I am not dating. Be my friend. Got a new dress. <laughs> Got a new dress. <laughs> okay, boy, let's go. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So yeah, I'm just glad I'm 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 uh, a married man and don't have to deal with all the wacky wackiness of the dating world for sure. Same here, except that I'm not married. No. <laughs> But, but I, I am committed. You are committed, and that's and, and I'm in a relationship, <laughs> which helps. Which I'm helps. just saying. Yeah, they, they let me go see her every once in a while. That's good. They let you out on a pass. Yes. You get don't play with sharp objects. Yeah, as long as I don't like you know, set fire to anything, I'm okay. Yes. Hey, speaking of setting fire to things, get caught. Uh, yeah. Have you seen any of the uh, Oscar films? No, did you watch the Oscar? No, I you don't did. have a TV. So how no. could you watch the Oscars? No, I watched the tweets. <laughs> I'm just Twitter I'm, was going insane during the Oscars. I just was it, it really? It was what like were, what were people saying? It was just they were constant blow by blow commenting on what they're seeing on the screen. Of course, since I wasn't watching the screen, I was missing all of the show and had no idea what they were talking about. So it was a participatory participatory. Participatory? Did I mention this stuff is strong? <laughs> yeah, I think so. How many? How many Pardon. of you? Just one. Just one, but it's a sixty-four ouncer, and it's eight point eight percent alcohol. So, wow. Um, participatory. You know, eight point eight—that's stronger than wine. Yes, because wine is fourteen proof, so that's only seven percent. Right. So, God, if you drank this much wine, you'd be off the. That'd be probably like close to what? Close to a bottle, you think? Well, um, I would say it would be three tall glasses. And I'm near the bottom of this thing. Really? Yep. I'm podcasting drunk. (laughs) Again. (laughs) Again. 
<laughs> just don't text uh, Skype text me at like four in the morning like <laughs> like what the hell I won't do that to you again that was hilarious <laughs> I, well number one because I was obviously not awake but I leave my computer on all night and uh, I get up the next morning there's a, a instant message from Jerry at like four o'clock my time which had to have been like six here six yours like uh, like I don't even know what the hell it said. Something about ah, blah, 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 blah. I shouldn't have drank that last drink. <laughs> it was awesome. <laughs> but you know, hey, it's an absinthe podcast, people. Yeah, it's bound <laughs> to happen. So just shut safe. the hell up. It's, it's safe to say their listeners are also um, alcohol enjoyers. I think so. I would hope so. <laughs> More power to you, people. Solidarity, you solidarity to our alcoholic friends. Can you imagine, like people. Do you think, well, now maybe this, maybe this happens. I don't know. When I was doing like my, uh, I was doing like a body cleanse, kind of a fast thing. Yeah. You know what I would do like during my lunch hour? That, that, that totally, <laughs> what? Nothing. Drink, drink absinthe. Yeah. No, I would watch the Food Network. Uh-huh. And it was not like it was torturing me, but I was like, oh, this is great. Cause I can kind of like live vicariously through Bobby Flay or, you know, Giada De Laurentiis or whatever, and like watch the food that they make, and then I'd be fine for the rest of the day. So I wonder if maybe there are some uh, people in rehab or some uh, recovering alcoholics that listen to our show uh, for the, um, I don't even know what the hell I'd call it. The vicarious drunkenness? For the vicarious, yeah, I guess so. For maybe the vicarious uh, contact uh, buzz is what I'm thinking. So, uh, I, don't I know. guess it's be. possible. There could be. Uh, so I, if, you are out there, if you are out there in rehab, uh, send us an email. I don't know. <laughs> to slow rehab in the afternoon podcast. That's right. That's right. At Hangover. <laughs> slow death of the afternoon podcast. Oh, are, are we are we signing off? No. No. <laughs> <laughs> we, we are. You blacked out for 30 minutes, so I decided to read from uh, my grandma's journal. <laughs> no, we, we, we usually, the, when we start mentioning our, our email address, it's time to stop. Oh, no. I don't, I don't know. I just threw that in there just as a point of reference. You know, I was thinking, um, I'm wondering if it would be fun... <laughs> ladies and gentlemen may i present our segment of the show we call famous last words (laughs) oh no i'm gonna laugh too much to say this (laughs) would it be fun (laughs) (laughs) oh i cannot wait it's already fun it's already fun so what the hell so what, what, what would be fun? <laughs> what would be fun? Be. I don't know. This is going to, I mean, it's already starting to sound stupid in my head. Well, just throw it out there before, okay. uh, before. What we, God, I can't believe this. What if we started a club? <laughs> <laughs> can y'all can of, join. Of, of what? You can join the, the, the get slow club. And <laughs> And you join the club and yeah. you get slow at the slow death in the afternoon podcast. Right. So you'd 
get slow. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of like Steve Martin getting small. <laughs> yeah, getting small. Okay. Well, let's all get slow. Well, then let's make some buttons that say, yeah. that say get slow. Get slow. Get slow. Oh, I wonder if we could tie that into a contest or something. I need. Well, I'm, I'm wondering since we don't have anybody entering the contest, I'm wondering if maybe we shouldn't even have any. Maybe it, I hope it's not offending anybody. What that we're having a contest? Well, yeah, because it's it is kind have... of consumerist and kind of like you know. What I would what? <laughs> I don't know. What are you talking about? How could you offend somebody? Oh, I'm giving away an iPod. I'm offended. <laughs> yeah. You bastards. You bastards, you're trying to make this all materialist and stuff. Wow. But, no, you know, no. you you do need a pod, iPod-type device to, to really enjoy these on the... On the Hence these the pod- term podcast, people. <laughs> yeah. So Just I thought it would be natural to give away a iPod. Yeah. Nobody seems to want it, and it's kind of making me feel, I don't know, sad, embarrassed. To say. <laughs> well, don't be embarrassed. I mean, it's not... It's not no, your fault. Well, am I doing something wrong? I'm trying to give it away and just like nobody's nobody's entering the contest. <laughs> well, no, let's look at it this way. Maybe Apple has been so good with uh, that everybody already owns one and they don't. There's our, yeah, it's already done. Could be, could be. Everyone's I mean, you always give it away. You can give it to a friend. There you go. Look, people, for heaven's sakes, re-gift. Yeah, re-gift it. What the heck? Put it, put it in with it is, I mean, uh, I, I have to admit that I, I would like to have it myself. It is really a cool little item. Yeah. I mean, it's smaller than a button. Well, you know, I don't even have an iPod. I've never had an iPod in my whole life. Actually, my wife just gave me the green light uh, for my birthday uh, to go out and buy, like, an iPod Touch. So I'm going to be getting one. Oh, you're going to love the iPod Touch. I know it's kind of like the small it's, iPad. Yeah, but I mean, my my uh, manager went with me to uh, Helsinki, right? Yeah. And she had one of the the newest ones, and she's she's a, she's a beautiful, wonderful, very talented, extremely smart. And I'm saying all this not because she may listen to this, because it's true. Um, I'm, it's a but pleasure she, working. She also she also does uh, work, listen. I don't know if she does or not. She may, but um, she also happens to be with child and. She has two kids at home, and she discovered she could put Skype on the thing and do yes. video Skype on it using the hotel room um, Wi-Fi. And so she was able to video call her kids in America for free. And really? she was just, like, completely blown away. And then it's, like, her, her most favorite little object right now is that, and no, we don't work for Apple. <laughs> But damn, it's a good little device. It really is. Dear future listeners, just let me remind you once again, we are broadcasting from your distant past. Enough said. Now, is there uh, uh, on your company's website that I'm I'm there now? Is there are there pictures of people like you? On on the no no. <laughs> oh, all right, I was just looking. But if you're if you're looking, you're probably seeing pictures I took. Maybe there's some guy with some wearing gloves and some yep, yep. I piece took of machinery. That. You did take that picture? Yeah, I'm 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 the company photographer for the wow. US in Canada. You are you are famous. I'm about to be famous. They they did an article about me on the company. Uh, oh, I told you about this. Oh yeah. No, when's that coming out? And it's are, coming. Yeah. It's coming out this month, and I'm just like I'm. Uh, I'm 
I'm dreading it because Why? I swear Why are you God, dreading I, it? I babbled like an idiot during the interview and she wrote it true to form. <laughs> so I read the copy and I'm like, God, I sound like this babbling idiot that goes in seven directions at once. And then my girlfriend agreed. And so I know it's for real. Well, did you, did you like, uh, call them up afterwards and say, Hey, can we kind of maybe sort of edit out some of this stuff or no, you did not. No, I just let it lie. Well, but every, apparently I'm going to be, cause there's a, there's a incredible, it's a, it's a very large company base. That's going to read this. It's like we talked to before. It's, it's probably equal, if not more than a, a magazine subscription base. Okay. Well, uh, since I don't get it, you will send it to me, of course. I, I will if you want. I, I, sure. I would like to see it. Of course, I'd like to see it. I mean, the the fun thing is, I I, I got to take. They wanted they were going to send a photographer out to take a picture of me for the article. Yeah. And they send me the parameters of what they were looking for, and so I simply just took the picture myself using a remote control and a tripod, right? Right. And and what it is is I I I put this desk up against a wall or a table, and I've got my little MacBook in front of me. And I'm kind of like, and this is nice blank wall behind me. And I'm kind of looking up like I'm thinking about something and I took the picture. And so they're going to like, um, put the article in on the picture itself. So the, the picture is the background for the article. Oh, that's very clever. Yeah. So, so I sent them that and they're like, Oh, this is a great picture. Who took it? Do, do we have to reimburse them and everything? And I'm like, do I tell them it was me? <laughs> Wow. It is, no, is just... it vain that I took my own picture? No, no, no. People... I, actually, I think what it was is I was picky. I don't want some other photographer taking my picture. Ah, we'll see. There you go. That's it then. See, it's like you, you know how to take a good picture of yourself. Yeah, this is the only person I can photograph well is myself. And, oh, and my please. Girlfriend. Come on. You're the company photographer. Don't don't be yeah. all wacky. You know, the funny thing is, is, and I don't know if we want to go into photography right now, but uh, I, I, I am a really good photographer. I really am. Except when it comes to taking pictures of people and and having to having to arrange them and tell them, oops, and tell them what, the, what to do. I'm really bad at telling people what to do. I don't even want to, you know, I'm just like, well, arrange yourself in a nice position and I'll take your photograph. And they're all like, well, you're the photographer. Tell us where to stand. I'm like, I don't know. Stand where you, you look good. <laughs> <laughs> well, what is it up to me? Or just, you know, I want to take the picture and go away and leave me alone. I know. So it's like, you know, <laughs> I, it, there's a great picture of, um, of Ansel Adams. I think you, I think you showed it to me as a matter of fact once. Well, no, you couldn't have showed it to me online because we didn't have online back when you and I were. I was, kids. I was actually the, the guy who taught me was a prodigy of Ansel Adams. He really? Was, um, professor Swin worked at Delta. Wow. He was, he was one of Ansel's prodigies, prodigies. There is a very great photo mm-hmm. of, of Ansel Adams taking up like a school picture. Mm hmm. Of these kids standing outside, like this is like 60s or 50s or something. I can't imagine Ansel Adams taking pictures of school kids, but go ahead. I know. It's a brilliant photo. It's got a picture of him standing at the camera, turning, looking at the camera that's shooting a picture of this whole tableau of all these, like, fifth graders. And the bottom, there, it's someone put the quote that said, everybody has to have a day job. <laughs> and it was brilliant. Uh, it's one of the funniest photos. 
I think you can find it online. I mean, it's uh, it's it's brilliant. It's just Ansel Adams' uh, school kid picture or something. Like <laughs> but it's very funny. It's I think you would you would appreciate that. I think that's cool. Yes. Gosh. Have you ever put a DVD in a shredder? <laughs> yeah, it's actually kind of cool. It but is. The, isn't it? The, be- the better way to do it is one second in the microwave. No kidding. Dude, I'm telling you, you can actually do – someone at our – when I worked at uh, the graphics – like zone, explode or what? No, it just – for one second, it's just enough to where it cracks the aluminum on the playable side. Oh, damn. You, I'm going to go try that right now. Dude, you really should because here's what I'm going to tell you. You can make some kind of neat artwork stuff out of it. Okay. We had people at our office when I worked at the graphics zone uh, way back in the 90s. Um, they would take them, put them in for one second, crack it, and then they would get markers and write their name on it and double side stick it to the door as like a cool nameplate for their door. Because it, it had the weird. It's well, it worked. I mean, it it really was kind of bitching. It was like the 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 aluminum was all cracked and it looked like everything was shattered on the inside, but it was still flat plastic. Okay, I'm I'm gonna go I'm gonna go try that right now. Go, I'll be right go, back. Go okay. I'll wait here. And dear listener, um, as a side note, putting <laughs> aluminum in the microwave is not usually. We don't recommend doing this because you could explode. I'm hearing Jerry put the thing in there right now. There he goes. He's closing the door. Oh, there goes the CD. It's great that his mic picks all this up. So, uh, what else he doing? Sounds like he's burying a body in the wall. So while Jerry's uh, attempting, does it to matter what side you put it on? Do you put it like one side up or down, or does it matter? Uh, to the best of my knowledge, I don't believe it matters. Okay, I'll be right back. All right, <clears throat> you probably hear me as I do this. Yeah, I'm I'm doing a play by play. Oh, so you can hear me. So there it goes. It's in the microwave, and it's over. How long? Oh, Jesus. I think that was long enough. Oh, yeah. wow. Yeah, see? What did I tell oh, you? it smells. Well, yeah, it probably smells like popcorn or whatever you had in there last time. So there you go. Readers, don't try this at home because... Holy it, mackerel. It sparks and gets all wacky. Okay, I'm back. I did it. Now, was that amazing? Oh, my God. Thank you. See, Holy you thought I was a jackass, and it turned no, out to no, be no, I an, you. Art, wow. an art phenomenon. <laughs> so imagine what a Blu-ray would look like. <laughs> well, I did this to a blank, but wow, look That's at that. That's what you want. You want to do it with a with a blank Blu-ray. Man, it smells. Well, yeah. <laughs> that like is cool. It, it's just like it, it's like frozen electric shock waves or something. would you would you take a picture of it, put on the site so people yeah would, would it, it, it looks at so give, really, give them instructions uh, and please tell them that uh <laughs> that don't don't don't, um, don't don't do it just because we said to wait here i'm gonna d- disclaimer time uh ladies and gentlemen uh slow death in the afternoon podcast is not responsible for any damage incurred to your microwave your person or any cds that you happen to put in your microwave just because we told you to do it this is not jackass so you know, the funny thing is, is you haven't Skyped out at all until you said the disclaimer. 
Why are you sounding like a total robot? Oh, no. I've got everything turned off, too. Well, hopefully, you know, maybe that'll change when I get my new microphone. Maybe it just can't handle all the... No, it, it looks like... Um... It, it looks like lightning. It looks like frozen lightning. Like caged lightning. Yeah. yeah. Wow. So, yeah. That's there you go. Yeah. So that's that's your arts and crafts for today, kids. Yeah, instant art. And get, I, get I all hammered on absinthe and put a CD in the microwave. Yeah. And remember, just, just a few seconds does it. Uh, how, much, how many seconds did you put on it? I, I, I set it for a minute. minute and I waited until... Oh, dude. <laughs> Well, I it said, wasn't in there a minute, but I, I waited until it made a lot of noise, and I was oh, like, oh, you got to do it. And it was about one second, wasn't it? I guess. I mean, could you hear me? Yes. Because I was like, whoa. I heard I heard you scream. Oh, Jesus. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> the house is on fire. Dan, what have you done to me? <laughs> I know. So, dear listener, take it from Jerry. Don't. At your own risk. <laughs> don't do it for a minute. This is not microwave popcorn. <laughs> This is not Jiffy Pop. This is a this is a CD. Whatever you do, do not microwave your change. Yeah. Oh, good lord. Yeah, because you won't get the same effect. Number one, it may sterilize them, but it also may sterilize you. You. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. If you get disemboweled by a penny flying from your microwave, so that's your arts and crafts uh, tip from Slow Death in the Afternoon. <laughs> yeah, I'm totally not, blown away. We are not responsible for any death, dismemberment, or uh, physical home damage that you incur if you're going to be a jackass and do as we say. Yeah, or at least I'm not. Dan might be, but not me, because he's yeah. the one that said to do it. I did, yeah, sure. <laughs> Thanks. Oh, no, no, we're neither Were one. you my brother in another life? Was that what it was? <laughs> oh, Dan said to do it. He's the older brother. Yeah. Well, you're older than me, aren't you? Are you a little young? What, a month or something? Wait a minute. No, no, wait a minute. I turned 50 before you did. Wait, how old are you? 50? I'm, 50? I'm 51. Oh, oh, you are the older brother. You're the older brother. Oh, great. Great. No, Jerry, it's you. I'm 37. Wouldn't it be funny if we really did turn out to be brothers? Well, I'm adopted. It's possible. I know. Isn't that weird? <laughs> that, you know. And dear, dear listener, if any of you think you might be my relative... <laughs> Why does it sound like a Dr. Seuss book? Are you my mother? Are you you my relative? Are you my relative? So check your records. If uh, (laughs) around 1959, December 31st. Check your blood. Check your blood pressure. (laughs) You have a box of of spiders. (laughs) Check your blood type. Oh, good Lord. Uh. So... Well, I guess that's probably as good a place to end it as any. Yeah. Um, we I, 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 have this, I have this bad feeling that I forgot to do a lot of things. Well, um, let's see. We we thanked Absinthia. We thanked uh, Dave. We did. Uh, we thanked Pat. Of course, we know Pat, but uh, yeah, thank we, you anyway. He's a he's a he's been our friend through thick and thin. He has. And and he listens to the podcast and lets us know if we're screwing up. Religiously. <laughs> indeed and uh, I can't think of anything there's, there's pro- I'm probably forgetting someone because is our is our podcast brought by anyone this week no we don't have a sponsor this this no time. sponsor this week no oh no nobody Gloria thanks us but she said nobody showed up <laughs> really yeah oh, well. 
Thanks. Well, it just means that nobody was in Dallas going to DFW Con. Once, once again, uh, slow death in the afternoon podcast making friends. It's <laughs> <laughs> what we do, people. Um, okay, I, I know someone I can thank. Uh, thanks, oh, thanks, thanks to Blue for making my new microphone, even though I paid out the ass for it. And uh, I would have used a wallet. Yeah, I, uh, Dan is also getting a blue. He's getting the the snowball. So uh, hopefully, listeners, uh, since Jerry sounds absolutely amazing on uh, his uh, Yeti, I believe you got the Yeti. Yeah, I got the Yeti. The Yeti. It's this big, looking like a. I, and I have to look around it to see the freaking screen. To see I know, isn't it like about eighteen inches tall? Like oh, it's, it's not like, eighteen. <laughs> it's, it's like yes, a gigantic one, isn't it? Yes, and it's self-lubricating. No. Oh, whoa. <laughs> Is that a Yeti, or are you just happy to be podcasting? <laughs> exactly. Boy, put this down your pants. <laughs> what a bad boy you'd look like. <laughs> <laughs> Is that a Yeti in your pocket? Yes. Yeah, Yeti. Not Yeti, <laughs> but it could be. I've got a Yeti, and I'm ready. <laughs> I'm sorry. I don't know. So I'm getting a snowball. I don't know. It's going to be fun and exciting. So hopefully hopefully I'll sound a lot better and a lot clearer because I'm not real happy with this headphone. All right. One more one more quick story before I have to have to run. Okay. So uh, week – was it last week? Week before last, while you were in Helsinki, my friend, uh, there's this place in Pomona called the Fox Theater. Oh, yeah, is, yeah, yeah. You've heard of it? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Wow. Well, uh, it's it got bought out and re uh, rejuvenated, so it, they spent ten million dollars rejuvenating this place, right? Holy so it's mackerel. Yeah, it's beautiful inside. It looks like it opened in nineteen thirty one, the same year, ironically, as uh, Dracula and Frankenstein. So they had a screening, an eightieth anniversary screening of the original black and white Dracula and Frankenstein at the theater. With a panel discussion with uh, Bella Lugosi Jr. and Boris Karloff's daughter. How awesome is that? That must it was be amazing. incredible. It, it was it was actually quite a bit of fun. It was really really cool. Uh, I I I was honored uh, to be there. So take uh, take any pictures. You know what? No, I didn't have my camera with me. I should have brought my camera. Well, wait a minute! Don't you have a camera on your phone? Uh, I didn't have my phone with me. Oh, oh, oh. I had left the phone at home too, so I was, I was like a loser times twelve. But I have memories, Jerry. I have memories to last a lifetime until I'm senile and then think that I was Bella Lugosi Jr. <laughs> Which could Wait happen. a minute, you are Bella Lugosi Jr. I, I am. How do you know you're not? Damn it! <laughs> Where's my royalty checks? <laughs> all right, that's Where's all. Ed Wood. Okay. All right. All right. Well, Jerry, thank you once again, my friend. Okay, yes. And, uh, you as well. And uh, have a great evening. Please don't go drive anywhere. or I'm at least not. I'm don't, staying don't walk, right here. Don't go walking up your stairs. I'm, I'm not even going to walk outside because I still have this huge patch of ice right outside. So. Oh, don't do it. No, I, I, I need, don't I, like my ice skates to go. I need you alive. Even though like it's, it's 41 degrees out there and it actually got to 48, which is like a heat wave here. Oh, we still have huge piles of snow and ice and everywhere. But, Do you really? Yeah. But anyway, you're saying goodbye. I'm yes, saying goodbye. Yes, I was, again. 
I love this. This is the funniest part to me. It's like, we always try to end the show, and then it just keeps going. I know. It's like I don't even separation understand. anxiety. I think it is. I think it's, uh, I just secretly don't want to leave. And Okay, I'm, I'm just going to do this until it gets annoying and you hang up. All right, you lost me at annoying. <laughs> Are you even listening? What, do you have the mic just stuck in a jug? Yes. <laughs> that sounds like the. That sounds like the. Uh, That's a cappuccino stout uh, bottle. That that sounded like the uh, the annoying black hole sound from Disney's The Black Hole. Did did, did it sound like a, a foghorn? I don't even. Well, remember. it kind of it had this. I, I've heard they're remaking the the black hole. What? Yeah, I guess because of the. Um, the uh, the success of uh, the remake uh, or the uh, continuation of the Tron oh, yes. movie that they've they're starting production on on uh, the black hole. Really, I don't know if it's a continuation or a, or a remake. Well, I hope I I personally hope it's a it's a remake because yeah, because it needs to be remade. <laughs> well, it does need to be remade, and and you can't really uh, where else can you go with it? I mean, the the bad robot and the scientists are in hell. And somebody else is flying around the galaxy somewhere else. Hopefully, hopefully they come up with a better ending. But uh, yeah, but uh, I I did like the darn robot until it cried. Oh, I know that was just dumb. Yeah, see, it, I like I like the bad robot, Maximilian. Yeah, I liked Maximilian because he was just badass and red and scary. I especially like the part he had like this blender arm. Yeah, and it went and right like, through the bl- the book and then blended that guy's stomach. But the best part was you was never kind of, saw. What's, it? That, what's that blender that that goes through everything? Was that the like a Cuisinart or no, no? That they will it blend? What's that guy? The uh, they stick iPhones in it and it blends the iPhone. They put a whole rake in it. You've never seen what? that? No, You've I never. No oh my god. It's it's like this Uber blender, and it will they'll put anything in it. They they put iPhones in it. They put in it. It's just by the time they're done, it's dust. And they, Seriously, they put, they put the videos out on YouTube. I'll have to go look that up. No. So anyway, so they they had that blender on the end of this robot's arm. <laughs> yeah, but the best part was you never saw any of the blood. Yeah. All you saw was his facial expression, and you knew something bad was happening. Well, I know, and also he was going, <laughs> which was sickening enough. You didn't need it was blood splattering all over the place. It was pretty rude. That was that was awful for a Disney movie. It, it was pretty violent. I think that was one of their first foyers, if you will, into uh, like a PG-13. Yeah, and then after sort of. that came Splash. Oh, yeah, Ron Howard and Daryl Hannah's a... Daryl Hannah's bouquet. Yes. With her fish and, tail. And once again, we didn't end the show. We didn't end the show again. <laughs> oh. Everybody, thank you for listening. Thank you for listening. Uh, go rent the black hole. Uh, or don't. Or, or don't. Or It's probably on Netflix, for all I know. But, uh, yeah. So, uh, get that instead of the human centipede. That's all I'm going to say. So, with that... <laughs> I wasn't going to say anything because then it would continue. It would. So with that, the music swells and uh, another episode of Slow Death in the Afternoon podcast is in the kit. Thank you, Jerry. You're welcome. No, please. Okay, I've stopped the recorder. Dear future listeners, thank you for joining us here in the past for this episode 
of Slow Death in the Afternoon podcast. Even though we're in the past, you can use the amazing Anchor FM app on your smartphone to send messages back to us using time-reversing tachyon particle transmissions, which we appreciate, and Dan especially craves. So, please take a moment out of your life and record us a message and send it. Do it for Dan. He'll be hanging on your every word, and, and I'm not lying. As always, my friends, stay safe, don't drink and drive, and because you're in the future, and I know you have self-driving cars there, don't let your car get drunk. That would be very bad. Also, please don't burn absinthe. Don't light it on fire. You'll make the green fairy cry. Until next time, this is Jerry signing off. I'll see you in the future. Music featured on this podcast was from Magnitude.com and was used with permission. Thank you, Magnitude.com.